Oh, it's party time. Yes, it is. It's Wednesday, hump day. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're in the mothership. Uh, well, how do I want to go about this thing here? I almost want to just kind of find out the news alongside you. <laughs> There's so much stuff. It gets boring, like when they, they keep doing the Trump indictment stuff, and it's like, oh, hey, let's let's just watch yesterday's episode about Trump's indictment. Um, just keep talking about the same thing. Uh, before we get into it, and we will get into it, deep into it, um, watchchad.com. I'm going to be in La Jolla this weekend. Check it out. And uh, three nights, five shows at the Comedy Store. Okay, what I want to talk about. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani is somebody who knows about RICO charges. Um, in fact, he's, he's, pretty, he's pretty solidly, I would say, a subject matter expert. You know, uh, Giuliani, when he was... Um, he was a feared prosecutor in New York City in the 80s. And, um, you know, he used the RICO, racketeer-influenced and corruption organization laws. He used it to convict organized crime folks like Fat Tony Salerno, Carmine uh, Persico, Paul Castellano. I mean, he cleaned up New York City with RICO laws. And what he had to say about this with his indictment alongside Donald Trump by uh, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, uh, which, again, she's using the she's using the same RICO, which is anti-organized crime laws. Uh, he says it's ridiculous. It's incompetent. It's sloppy. Um, he says this is a ridiculous application of the racketeering statute. There's probably no one that knows it better than I do. Uh, he said, I was the first one to use it in white collar cases, but this is not meant for election disputes. I mean, this is ridiculous what she's doing. Uh, there's, uh, of course, Giuliani, there's Trump and 17 others. He says, also, I don't know if she realizes it because she seems like a pretty incompetent, sloppy prosecutor. I mean, what she did with the indictment is inex inexcusable. If she worked for me, I would have fired her. Now, of course, he's going to come out. and He's going to say that, but I don't think he's wrong here. I mean, this is. The reach that they have to go through to do this, again, like I said on the show, you know, already this week, what point in time we're going to hold these other people accountable? I mean, it's, it's, when you have Hillary Clinton going on and having a laugh-a-thon with Rachel Maddow on MSNBC, you know, just happy as larks over all this nonsense, and she's not going to be held accountable for so many things, whether it's, again, email servers, uh, the destruction of emails, the use of, um, you know, government emails on a private server, all the way to paying for the Steele dossier and creating the Russian collusion hoax. They're not going to hold them accountable. If that's not election interference, which, by the way, Breitbart has a great article that came out yesterday that says that, uh, and, and they recount 150 cases where Democrats have questioned elections. And it goes way back, every single one of them, questioning elections. I mean, I don't know if you guys, you know, remember when George W. Bush, I mean, that took weeks, literally, to certify that election. Uh, Al Gore had a few things to say about that. I, I remember it very vividly, uh, not to mention 2016, when they created a whole hoax. They cost the American people $30 million more than that to try to convince you that the election of 2016 was not. And, and listen. Here's the other thing. Stacey Abrams still has not conceded that she lost the gubernatorial race to Brian Kemp. 
in Georgia. She's done nothing but question it for years. So when are they going to hold her accountable? No, they got to go after Trump because that's what they... And so at some point in time, the Supreme Court is going to have to step in on this deal because this is, this is detrimental to the future of America. If it, if it gets to a point where no one can question the validity, the legality, or, or just, you know, the integrity of an election, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. This is how banana republics, tyranny, and dictatorships are formed. If you can't question the people that are in charge, then what good is it having a republic? You don't have a republic anymore. This is not a government for the people, by the people. This is not anymore. This is the haves telling the have-nots what's going to be. This is the tyrants looking at the peasants and saying, you don't have the right to question any of this. Ah, I'm with Rudy on this thing. I'm with Rudy on this deal. And um, it's just the next chapter in a book of lies with the purpose of framing Donald Trump and anyone willing to take on the ruling regime. Uh, That's uh, it's an affront to American democracy. They lied about Russian collusion. They lied about Joe Biden's foreign bribery scheme. And they lied about Hunter Biden's laptop hard drive, proving 30 years of criminal activity. The real criminals here are the people who have brought this case forward, both directly and indirectly. Uh, Every time some, some news about bribery or payoff scandals or whatever comes out about Joe Biden and his family, immediately there's another Trump indictment. Is that not suspect to you? I mean, if, if, <laughs> if you are going to charge someone for questioning the validity of an election every time they bring this topic up and you're going to indict them on every case, it se- to me, it seems like you're trying to hide something. You're trying to hide something. And that's what they're doing. They do not. There are, they are so unwilling to let their thieving and scheming and just debaucherous ways of doing things. They've kept it private for so long. They'll kill you. They will kill you. They will kill opposition. They, they will make sure that they plow the fields under to make sure that it's never revealed. And I say we keep digging. Keep on digging. There's nobody in America with, with, a, common, with a brain and some common sense that doesn't think Joe Biden is corrupt. I don't see how... Guys, y'all feel free to weigh on this, weigh in on this, Brandon. I, I don't see how anybody can be in Washington, D.C. for 50 years and not be corrupt. I mean, I think it's like literally part of the job, <laughs> it's, right? It's on the resume. Like, I don't, that's the only way you stay around for that long. Nancy Pelosi didn't stay, stay around for 50 years because she's nice to people. Yeah. Yeah, they, they know how to pull the levers of power. It's not because she let JFK dip his wick in her. Yeah. That might that, I mean, it, that, that, that pee ain't that good, bro. <laughs> you know? I mean, Nancy, Nancy was sort of a fox back in 62, but eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. 1962, bro. Well, and, and I also, you know, I mean, it's understandable in the sense that, like, they can't stop because if it came out, well, that's game over. So, like, they're, they're trapped into continuing their own con. Yeah. That's the problem. And you bring, it up, you bring up an excellent point, because if you let this go, 
it just gets worse. The snowball is going to grow. You, 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 they get away with this type of, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm wrestling with, with my vocabulary this morning. You know, when you keep letting this level of um, just treachery, when you let it go and you let them get away with it, what happens the next four years and the four years after that? This is how tyrannies are built. We already know that we, the people, don't have any power. One, because we let them have it all, and we, we, we became wusses, all right? Um, we talk about tyranny. I've consistently talked about all the tyrannies that have come against us, and we've seen them very clearly show their faces in the last three, four years. And now we're getting into election tyranny. We've talked about judicial tyranny, educational tyranny, corporate tyranny, uh, governmental tyranny, both on the federal and the state level. We've talked about um, uh, medical tyranny. Now we're getting into election tyranny. You can't question it. It's healthy to question elections. It's healthy. Rachel Maddow would tell you it undermines democracy, but I don't think Rachel Maddow can define what democracy is these people toss that word around because they think that you know multiple syllables make them sound more intelligent but they don't know what it is the foundations of a republic you got to go back to the book of exodus in the bible our nation was founded on a mosaic principle of governance where you had Leaders of 10 and leaders of 100 and leaders of 1,000. You, you, you had, uh, you know, local, you had state, you had federal. I mean, that's the breakdown that we have in this country. You have to be able to question those things. You have to be able to oust someone through a fair and honest election. If someone grows corrupt, there are places or there are things in place to get that person out of the way. But the easiest way to do it, you know, we talk about, well, Nancy Pelosi's been there, you know, for 900 years. We need term limits. We have term limits if the elections work. But if the elections don't work, you can't get rid of anybody. I I mean, for the life of me, I don't understand why South Carolina keeps electing a guy like Lindsey Graham. Seriously, why? Why does Kentucky continue to elect a guy like Mitch McConnell? Why? It's Cal- well, I know it's California who continues to put Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer in there. But, but why? Why these dynasties of, of political fossils, these dinosaurs that are in there? <laughs> our Constitution, our republic was established on the ability to get people like that out of there. But they don't go anywhere. You know why? Because they get all the money behind them. You know how they get all the money behind them? Corruption corruption and 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 again they keep their fingers clean by making sure that they've got people in place to do the corrupt biddings for them you think joe biden doesn't have that of course he does joe biden peddled influence he used his son hunter as the scapegoat he was the pawn in the whole thing to go out there barisma did not hire Hunter Biden, because of his knowledge and experience and expertise in the oil and gas industry. It didn't happen. China, any of the others, none of those people wanted, no oligarchs, 
No one dealt with Hunter Biden because of what Hunter Biden brought to the table. I mean, the guy has fake teeth from smoking so much crack. They didn't do that because of what Hunter brings to the table. It was about peddling influence. Do you know who my dad is? I can get him on the phone. And so now what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to, every time something comes up, that level of corruption is being exposed and people say, well, you don't have any evidence. What effing evidence do you want? How much more can you have? I mean, you got a president that's living on vacation. He's not doing anything. He doesn't have to do anything. You know why? Because the thing is corrupt. It's corrupt. That's the end of the story. And what are we going to do? You're going to indict the guy 937 times who didn't even take a salary to serve the American people. A guy who spent billions of dollars. He didn't have to do it. He did not have to do it. Oh, but he didn't, he didn't dot every I and cross every T. I mean, Joe Biden yesterday, yesterday was the second anniversary of 13 people, soldiers dying in Afghanistan because of a botched evacuation on the part of Joe Biden and his administration, pulling everything out of Afghanistan and leaving behind billions of equipment creating an opportunity for a terrorist organization to regain and retain power, and they're as strong as ever right now, plotting your demise, your destruction. That was yesterday, two years. That's a two-year anniversary of 13 soldiers dying at that air base. Didn't have to happen. Didn't have to happen. And, and, and you know what? It was, the, it was the cherry on top of the cupcake, which is this endless war debacle that we've engaged in now for 20-some-odd years. And the warmongers in D.C., they absolutely love it because it puts money in their corrupt-ass pockets. But what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're not going to talk about that. We're going to keep propping up this, this relic of Joe Biden, this corrupt relic And because of some papers or a phone call, you're going to indict Donald Trump. It doesn't matter if it's Donald Trump or Donald Duck. The fact that this is the logic that they're using throws common sense out the window. It shits on the Constitution, and it takes the rule of law and completely makes a circus out of it. I don't care who it is. The fact that they're doing it is simply wrong. It's wrong. And people are going to sit there. Rachel Maddow, Hillary Clinton, and circle jerk each other, whatever they're doing, scissoring and laughing and having a good time over this whole deal. And we're, gonna, we're, just, we're just devolving into tyranny, deeper into tyranny. You're okay having a boot on your neck, and it's bullshit, it's bullshit, it's bullshit. In fact, I'm writing a song. I'm going to put it out in the spring. It's called Bullshit. We got it halfway written. We were going to record it this fall, but it's not ready. So it'll be a summer party song next summer called bullshit all right we're days away from the durban accords that's the greatest threat to the u.s dollars global dominance in the past 80 years on august 22nd the BRICS nations that's brazil russia india china south africa are expected to announce the launch of a new international super currency that's fully backed by gold and other commodities it's part of their long-term plan to supplant the u.s and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system now you can protect your ira ira or 401k uh, from this fallout that's coming from this landmark announcement 
You need to do it by diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word CHAD, I spell it Chad, to 989898. There's a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it's going to kick off in just a few days, August 22nd. So arm yourself with the information to protect your retirement savings. Text CHAD to the number 989898. Claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. We'll be right back. And yesterday was a perfect example. A couple of examples I want to show you, but this one was sort of funny. It's sad, but it's funny because at this stage, you got to laugh. You got to laugh at this stuff to keep from crying. I caught this when it happened. I was here at the studio. I saw this. I caught this when it happened. This was a tweet on the account of Karine Jean-Pierre. Now, what have I said forever? I said that, uh, that nobody in the Biden administration is doing their own tweets, certainly not Joe Biden. Joe Biden doesn't even know his password, much less how to get into the account. He's never tweeted anything ever in his 87,000-year existence. Uh. But here it is from KJP. Investing in America means investing in all of America. When I ran for president, I made a promise that I would uh, leave no part of the country behind. I didn't know KJP ran. Boy, she said she was she made history. I didn't know she did that. I, at this point, I kind of wonder who who in the administration actually runs their own Twitter account. I have the names. There's four people. There's there's four people, and I have the names. Our buddy Brad Skistimus, five times August. He uh-huh. he and I have talked about that in the past. He uncovered them. There's five four people that run those accounts, and I retweeted it and put it on Instagram as well at Watch Chad, where I said, "Well, I guess an intern just lost their job today." Yeah, it seems like there's gonna be an opening at the White House Twitter uh, Twitter office. One would think, like one would think, if this was an administration that actually pursued excellence or even gave a damn about their mistakes, but they don't. I just told you, 13 service members died two years ago in the in the botched evacuation of Afghanistan due to due to a terrorist bombing. Um, they don't care about their mistakes. What was it Hillary Clinton said in regards to Benghazi? At this point, what difference does it make? What difference at this point does it even make? It, it, it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll tweet stuff out like this, and they'll be like, ah, just brush it under the, just brush it under the rug. Like, stuff like that should concern you. I mean, so much for the fireside chats. Uh, one thing I can say for Trump is at least you knew the tweets were his. I mean, that wasn't an intern that came up with Kofefe. Oh, no. For for Trump, it was the opposite. You had people being like, please, for the love of God, yeah. take his phone away. Yeah, Mr. Change President, can we password. help you, please? Yeah. Can we please help you? Um, <laughs> at least you knew you were hearing from the guy. This, when, when somebody botches it and puts out a tweet that's intended for Joe Biden's Twitter and they put it on KJP's, that's problematic. Here's another thing. Here's another thing that was problematic. So... I don't know if you guys saw the clip, but, you know, Joe Biden goes out and gives a little speech. Uh, and um, he couldn't even remember the name Maui. He kept calling it not the one where you see on television all the time. <laughs> guys. <laughs> I mean, he's been lambasted for, for sitting on the beach in Delaware. This is the worst wildfire in American history in over 100 years. I mean, it, we, the, 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 the lives lost are now at 106. 
2,100 acres burned. Um, Joe had no comment because he had no brain, no nothing to say about it. So uh, I, I love this article from theblaze.com, this phrase. We, we say things at the Blaze sometimes that get me kind of tickled. On Tuesday, the Democratic octogenarian <laughs> broke his silence on Maui but appeared at times unable to name the island on the minds and lips of many Americans, including the former Democratic state representative official who has called him out despite having previously campaigned for him. So he's talking to roughly 150 workers and supporters at the uh, Engine Team Inc. Electrical Engineering Factory in Milwaukee, which when they introduced him, he didn't come out. I don't know if you saw that clip or not. Yeah. There was yeah. a long delay. He, he didn't come out. They were all clapping, and I don't think Joe knew he was president at that moment. Um, but again, he was out there, you know, hyping his Bidenomics plan and claiming that it was working. And he, he also made the statement, he said, and inflation is down too. And he did his little whisper thing. Oh, and by the way, inflation is down as well. And they all clapped because they're stupid puppets. Why the hell would you clap to that? I mean, when you can put $80 of groceries in one little plastic bag from Walmart, that's a problem. That's a problem. Um, I, I went through I went through last week sometime. I went through a drive-thru out on the road and got a, a meal, like just a hamburger and fries, right? 16 bucks. I was like, Are you, you're shitting me, right? Yeah, yeah. When fast food gets expensive, that's when you know, like, hey, I don't know if this is correct. Like, like I, sometimes I don't pay attention to things like that because I'm just like, I'm, I'm loaded, so I, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't pay attention to stuff, and because I'm an elitist, and, and that got my attention. I was like, those poor peasants out there that aren't able to get a Big Mac, <laughs> paying sixteen dollars for the Big Mac and fries. So many people. I almost wanted to just turn around and give my food to the person in the car behind me, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass them, you know. <laughs> But I was sitting there going, wow. Uh, but anyway, he's, um, he had the teleprompters going. He uh, initially invoked Maui by name, indicating that 500 federal personnel had been deployed to the island to help communities and survivors get back on their feet, get back on their feet. Uh, however, in the 44-minute speech, uh, he only spoke the name Maui once more. So, um, yeah, the, uh, not the one where you see on television all the time. I think he was trying to uh, ref make a reference to Honolulu. <laughs> I can't laugh at this because this is a tragedy. But the bigger tragedy is Joe Biden. That's such a funny way to refer to it, too. No, it's, it's not the one you see on, on TV. Yeah. It's the best he had. I guess at least he didn't try to pronounce it and just butcher it. That probably would have been worse. That would have been bad. Yeah. That would have been really bad. Joe Biden and Hawaiian words do not mix together well. No, it doesn't. And, and, and in case you're wondering, after leaving Milwaukee, Joe Biden got on the plane and guess where he went? He didn't go to Washington, D.C. He went to Lake Tahoe for a week-long vacation. Joe Biden is now in Lake Tahoe. Can't make it up for a week long vacation. Lake Tahoe. And then the plan is that they plan, he and Jill plan to go to Maui next week. Okay. I, I, again, it, 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 like, should a president visit a disaster area when the time is right? Yes, absolutely. I can't say a thing about that. But dude, you have kicked these people. You have verbally kicked these people while they're down and insulted them. I mean, you can't remember what the name of their home is, Maui. And then 
Maui's not hard to remember. No, it's one of the easiest yeah. cities in Hawaii to remember. I mean, it's this wasn't Kauai. Yeah. You know, th- this wasn't Waikiki. Yeah, to be honest, if you asked me name places in Hawaii, Maui would probably be the first one I said. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, this, this, and again, again, this is a state where I think they gave him about 65% of their vote. Yeah. 65% of Hawaii voted for Joe Biden. And, and this is the deal. Hawaii only, uh, Hawaii only um, represents four electoral college votes. So you have to figure he really doesn't care that much. I mean, this isn't California, right? This isn't California. This isn't Texas. This, he wouldn't come to Texas anyway because Texas tends to vote red. Uh, but, but again, this is, this is a, you know, a little island chain out in the Pacific Ocean. They'll be fine. Well, sadly, they're not going to be fine. These people are going to continue to be victimized because now here comes big corporate. Here comes, as I said in the last segment, here comes corporate tyranny to take over their home and is going to usurp that land and you'll see what happens. They're going to commercialize the hell out of it. And in 10 years, you'll be going to a whole different Maui when you go on vacation to Hawaii. Uh, but no, he's in Lake Tahoe and uh, he's going, but I mean, he's, he's forgotten them. He said he's going to send them a $700 check. Uh, he can't remember their name. He's already said no comment. So, you know, to me, all the visits in the world ain't going to make that big of a difference at this point. Uh, da, 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 da. And uh, speaking of which, Republicans have been highlighting the two-year anniversary of the Biden administration's botched U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. Ron DeSantis, um, and uh, he's, uh, he was among the GOP figures to draw attention to the anniversary and decry the death of, of accountability. He said, uh, this month marks the second anniversary of Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. Americans and our Afghan allies were left behind. Thirteen brave service members were killed. Intelligence warnings that the Taliban would quickly take over were ignored. Billions of dollars in U.S. military equipment were gifted to the Taliban. And uh, he put that on Twitter, X, whatever. Uh, Since one of the worst foreign policy failures in U.S. history, our enemies, including China, Russia, and Iran, have become more emboldened. You know, you want to talk about what's happening in Ukraine. You have to go right back to that evacuation in Afghanistan. Those of you that want to push, you know, Ukraine. Again, I'm telling you, when it comes to the Ukraine debacle, there are no good people. There are no good people. Russia is garbage. Vladimir Putin is garbage. Uh, Ukraine, out of 180 nations, Ukraine ranks 135th as, you know, in terms of corruption. That means there's 134 nations ahead of them that are less corrupt. They have a horrible reputation of that. Uh, and we're sitting there funding their portfolios in, in a lot of ways. And don't sit there and tell me that we're not. It doesn't mean that we just let Russia run all over them. I understand that. Uh, the, but again, again, they were Russia was emboldened by this botched evacuation. And then Joe Biden comes out and says, well, a little incursion into Ukraine be OK. The people who are at fault here is the Biden administration. You want to blame Russia? You want to blame Ukraine? You want to pick a side? There's no side to pick on that the person who's to blame is Joe Biden and his administration. So, yeah, we definitely emboldened not only the Taliban. But China, Russia, Iran, all of them. And um, Afghanistan has now become a, a terror safe haven, safe haven as the Taliban eliminates rights for women under its tyranny. It's a disgrace. No one has been held accountable. Yeah, not wrong. Not wrong. 
All right. Uh, with the uh, busy, busy fall on the way, uh, kids are starting back to school. A lot of stuff going on. You got football coming up and just things that occupy our time. You might be looking for a way to have some wholesome, convenient meals uh, for those jam-packed days. I like Factor. They are America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Uh, they can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time. You'll eat well. You'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. If you're too busy uh, with your end-of-summer goals to cook, but you want to make sure that you're eating well, well, with Factor, you skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up, and uh, you're still going to get a flavorful and nutritional quality you need. Factors Fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then get back to crushing your goals. So with Factor, you can uh, rest assured that you're making a sustainable choice. We offset uh, 100% of their delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. So this August, get Factor, enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose the meals, enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, and they're ready in two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head over to factormeals.com slash chad50. While you're over there, use code chad50 at checkout. You'll get 50% off. That's a great deal. That's code chad50. For 50% off, the website is factormeals.com slash chad50. We'll be right back. All right, I don't know. This is the news that really matters, folks. This is the news that really, really matters. Show that strong chick picking up that stuff like there. You got the video for it? Look at this gal. I mean... About, about to set a record in Canadian powerlifting for women. Oh, I'd poop my pants, dude. I would. Oh. So brave. So brave. She's a strong girl. But the only problem is it's not a girl. You want to you want to you want to get a, get the follow up from, from I, I can't wait. Yeah. Give it to me. It's, Give it to me. Play that clip. There you go. Oh yeah. yeah. Here we go. Um why is women's bench so bad? <laughs> I mean, not compared to me. We all know that I'm a training freak, so that doesn't count. And no, we're not talking about Mackenzie Lee. She's got little T-Rex arms and she's like 400 pounds of chest muscle apparently. I mean, standard bench in powerlifting competition for women. <laughs> I literally don't understand why it's so bad. See here. <laughs> See, Man, why do all the women suck so much at bench? I don't get it. I mean, gonna rub it in their faces. I thought it's not my fault. These ladies out here are just terrible. They're weak. <laughs> don't blame me for being a dude. It has testosterone and balls. I don't blame me for being a biological male. Blame these chicks for being so damn weak. I honestly, it's such a ridiculous way to to frame it that I kind of respect it, it dude. It, and it's like so in your face, yeah, and just trashes them. So again, this this is the face of this insanity, right? I mean, that's the face of this insanity. Is they're not only going to do it. And take your awards and take your accomplishments, but then they're going to trash you and mock you and just like 
right there. Which, by the way, didn't Zuby already break that record identifying as a female a long time ago? Our buddy Zuby. Yeah, he did. I believe that was in the UK. Yeah, he did it in the UK. Yeah. Um, I still think Zuby could kick that guy's ass right there. Um, wow. Wow. So, um, that's not the first time, though, that guy's been at the center of uh, controversy. Um, you know, that's because that's, that's, that's that interview right there about why they're so weak or so bad at bench press, that's actually a little bit older. That's a little bit older right there. That's before he went and broke the record. So, uh, Tim Tebow weighed in on that deal. Um, uh, everybody knows who Tim Tebow is. And, um, you know, this whole thing about play, uh, well, just play clip number one. What are your thoughts on transgender males playing against women? I had the opportunity at Florida to love watching our teams compete, love supporting our girls and love supporting their competitiveness. And I'm someone that I just believe in fairness and I love being able to watch whether it was the soccer teams, the softball teams, the lacrosse teams, the gymnastics team, the competition. So many of those girls work so hard to be able to compete and be their best. And I love giving them a chance to compete in a fair way so that they can strive to be their best like all of us not all of us get the chance to be the best but all of us get the chance to be our best and i just want to give them all of those girls the chance to compete and love what they do and strive for it in a truly fair way hey right, kudos to tim tebow i mean he's he's top of the world and you know thanks thanks for coming out in that regard i mean a little bit of common sense a little bit of common sense you ever notice that when you listen to tim tebow talk it's like interviewing a sixth grader like, yeah like he, a, does, <laughs> he does kind of have that that innocence about him he really does dude it's like yeah. a nine-year-old boy i mean tim, he was the one who famously i don't think lost his virginity until he was like 29 yeah. which is insane to wait be until star, he got married yeah the star quarterback of florida that must have taken yeah. Must have taken a lot of uh, self-control. I mean, you got to give it to Tim. I mean, he's a solid dude. When it comes to discipline, there, there's, <laughs> you know, there's, he, he's top-notch in that regard. So kudos to Tim. I mean, Tim's a guy with a lot of integrity, I believe. Uh, I mean, if you ever came out and told me that there was something wrong with Tim Tebow, I'd be like, no. Yeah. No way. Yeah. But uh, he also uh, spoke out about uh, his work investigating child trafficking and rescuing abused children and called it one of the fastest growing businesses in the world. It's taking place right here in America. Um, and uh, he, uh, he said, our heart is to try to combat it at any, at any and every way possible to be able to be on the front lines to push back this evil. So good for Tim Tebow, man. Um, give that guy credit where it's due. He said, our biggest heart right now is with the unknown campaign because in one of the law enforcement databases, there's at least 50,000 boys and girls that have been abused in such severe ways. And also nobody has been able to identify or locate them. So uh, God bless him in, uh, in doing that. But uh, wow. Hey, this is some interesting news, though. Planned Parenthood says it'll have to shut down if Texas wins uh, it's lawsuit demanding millions. So the state of Texas is suing Planned Parenthood. And the organization argued that it would have to go out of business if the lawsuit is successful. And I say good. Good. Oh, but Planned Parenthood provides so much health care for... No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. There's nothing you can get at Planned Parenthood you can't get somewhere else from another health care professional. And um, they're an abortion industry, period. They're there to in the life of unborn children. Um, 
But yeah, that's. Uh, I hope they do shut down. I hope they. I hope they tear the buildings down and nothing ever is built there again. That's that's my feelings on that whole deal. But uh, Texas notified the abortion provider that it would end Medicaid payments in December 2016. The organization sued and got a federal court to agree with it, which allowed it to continue Medicaid in 2020. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit reversed the ruling. Uh, and it was upheld in 2021. The lawsuit says that Planned Parenthood filed a legal appeal rather than a legislative appeal and argues that all payments accepted by the organization after February 1, 2017 were fraudulent. Imagine that. Uh, Texas is seeking $17 million in reimbursed funds. Hmm. Abortion advocates are angry. Shocker. That the case will be adjudicated by federal judge Matthew uh, Kazmarek, who ruled against the Biden administration in April and issued a stay against the sale of the abortion drug mephepristone. I don't know how to say that. Mephepristone. Uh, who should be in charge of whether you can access needed health care? An extremist MAGA judge or your doctors in the FDA, tweeted activist Laura Packard at the time. Um, the organization could also face a fine for each of the allegedly fraudulent payments under the Federal False Claims Act. Planned Parenthood says that it could add up to more than a billion dollars. Defenders of the abortion provider are claiming on social media that the lawsuit could cost up to $1.8 billion. Go get them. Go get them. I love how it calls it women's health care. It is not. It is indeed not women's health care. Guys, every day you hear about another brand, another familiar brand out there in corporate America selling out their customers and going woke. Well, Americans are sick and tired of having leftist propaganda jammed into every product that they consume. Woke mobile companies, for they're, they're no different. I don't care who it is. For years, they have been dumping millions of dollars into liberal causes, and you just had to take it because you need a cell phone. And you probably thought there was no alternative, but you know there is an alternative there is, and you can make the switch today. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the same coverage that you've been accustomed to in your area, minus the leftist propaganda. So when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, and the sanctity of life. Second Amendment, our military, veterans, and first responder heroes. 100% U.S.-based customer service team. They make switching easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number as well. You go to patriotmobile.com slash chad patriotmobile.com slash chad or call them 878 patriot you get free activation today with offer code chad i spell it chad ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values make the switch today that's patriotmobile.com slash chad or give them a call they'd love to hear from you at 878 patriot we'll be right back There's a couple of stories that are kind of interesting to get into. First of all, uh, the Target stores. Um, Target reports first quarterly sales drop in six years after their Pride Month disaster. Um, that's, uh, that's the first time in six years their sales fell as a result of customers, quote, negative reaction to its spring Pride clothing collection that featured tuck-friendly swimwear an LGBTQ-friendly gear for infants and children. And I love all these people who come on there and say, oh, y'all are so triggered by, you're, you're offended by a beer can or LGBT. No, no, no. No, no. No, 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 no. We just don't like you. <laughs> we don't like Dylan Mulvaney. And we don't like that. We just got tired of it being crammed down our throat. And you guys popped in at the perfect time 
with another little ideology pusher. And we were like, nah, listen, we'll just make an example out of Bud Light and Target. That's what we'll do. We know everybody has their pride celebrations. and We, we, don't, we don't care. We really don't care. Um, somebody somebody uh, made a comment on social media, a friend of mine, musician friend of mine, yesterday, and, and something, I don't know, about, ooh, I'd hit that or something on a picture of me or something. And this troll who loves to come at me, she said, oh, you'll offend Chad. He's so homophobic. And he's like, the guy goes, no, we've made out before. <laughs> and I'm like, these people are so stupid. Again, with this whole, oh, you're a homophobe. No, no, no. We just get tired of the agenda being pushed. I, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. Just I don't have to hear about it. I don't want to talk about it. And we've told you that. Like, eventually, like, if, if I come, if I come, you know, if I, if I come to your house and I pick a topic that's a, that you just don't want to talk about and I'm in your home and I just keep talking about it, after a while you're going to be like, get the F out, dude. I don't want to talk about this. And we just told you we don't want to talk about it. And you kept talking about it. So that's the deal. And no, we just don't like Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> because somebody else commented on social media be like, oh, well, I can't believe you just hate on somebody for being born that way. Well, see, that's the deal with Dylan. He wasn't born that way. He wasn't making enough money as a gay guy, so he decided to be a, a gay woman. Whatever. And, and so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole deal. We, we didn't give a rat's ass. He ran a grift, and we didn't like it. So you, then now here's what you get what you get. And we don't want our kids, you know, having, we don't need toddler clothing with pride shit on it. So, oh, and speaking of stupid people, you got this soldier who defected. Like, he ran across enemy lines into North Korea because of racial disparity that he was seeing in the military. So yeah. his solution is go to North Korea? Now, for those of you listening, this is a black dude. Right? Yep. Am I seeing this right? You're seeing it Are correct. Are we still able to classify this this way? Yeah. That I is a black so. man who defected to North Korea over racial disparity and discrimination in the U.S. military. Um, does anybody know where he is? Uh, I don't know, but I'm Some, not exactly sure North Korea is known to be a haven of racial equality. No, it's, it's really not. So I'm thinking he might be dead. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I wish him the best. But that's like saying, you know what? I don't like how hot it is in here. I'm going to climb in the oven. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of, you know, I don't like this fire. I think I'll jump into the grease. Yeah, yeah, pretty stupid. Pretty stupid. But then again, I don't think we're dealing with the brain trust there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Army lost anybody too important. No, no, that, that definitely military intelligence yeah. right there. Oh, my gosh, my gosh. Did you see when um, um, the... Uh, CNN was reporting on that deal about the new pronouns, you know, like you could, you, you can be AE to Z to leaf to star to like, this is how they're going to start um, identifying people is saying that we're just not going to get rid of pronouns. They're going to have um, numbers and types of neo pronouns that a person can use. And those are limitless. So I may identify as leaf and, and you've got it. You've got to honor that, right? I'm, I, I, yeah. And I commented on this two days ago on Twitter when I was like, you know, um, CNN can, you know, kiss my star or whatever. And I made a joke about all these different things. And somebody's like, well, see that you're not doing that right because those aren't pronouns. No shit. 
The word leaf is not a pronoun. Don't don't show up with your grammatical rules when you've already thrown the grammatical rules out the window. Um, that that's anyway. I feel like gonna... the I feel like the neo pronouns is when most people finally realize, like, hey, I think they're getting a lot of a little out of hand here. <laughs> yeah, like they're just you can't you're calling yourself a a fig and like a leaf. Like these aren't even <laughs> actual pronouns anymore. I think that was when even the general public was like, I don't. I don't think that's how it works there, no. bud. No, it's not how it works. Yeah. It's not at all how it works. It doesn't it doesn't help to claim that you're not mentally ill to be like, well, I identify as a tree, <laughs> so I prefer you to respect my tree self pronouns. Oh, my gosh. And you know what's funny is our good friends over at uh, Babylon B are coming out with their new book. When are they on with us? Next week? Uh, yeah, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, and uh, they'll be back on with us. They got the new uh, Babylon B's Guide to Gender. And what's funny is by the time this book gets on the shelves and is available to the public, the rules will have all changed. Yeah, oh, it'll be outdated. It'll be outdated. Yeah. That, I mean, this thing, this this crap's moving faster than technology at this point. Oh, yeah. I mean, every every gender, pronoun, whatever, grammatical rule that's out there, uh, it's obsolete every 90 days. It may be quicker than that at this point. Uh Hey guys, summer's almost over, but you can still be in a vacation mode. And if you're in that vacation state of mind, I want you to listen to your, I mean, you know what? You can do uh, Richmond, North of Richmond. You could sit there and listen to Oliver Anthony's music on repeat and just get inside your own head for a little bit with your, uh, with that soundtrack using Raycon's wireless earbuds. There's a ton of stuff going on out there. Tons of music, lots of good times out there. And sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you go out. Before you, you know, get on stage like I do, or maybe you're on the plane, you just want to stay calm and have a little uh, meditative time. Listen, these earbuds start at half the price of other premium audio brands. They sound just as good, and Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. And uh, you can create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. Our listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com/watchchad. That's buyraycon.com slash watchchad to save 15% on Raycons. That is buyraycon.com slash watchchad. We'll be right back. Well, I'm excited. I'm, uh, I'm headed over to, I'm headed over to uh, California. Now, you never thought you'd hear me say that. You never thought you would hear me say that I'm excited to go to California, but it's the weather. I'm just I, like the weather, dude, and uh, that's that's what I'm excited about going over there and doing. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not. Researchers say that a study claiming nearly negative zero percent regret rate for gender affirming mastectomies is untrustworthy and not applicable. Um, that's right. They uh, they found that a near zero percent regret rate uh, not applicable. So listen, guys. In general, here's a, here's a, here's a thing. Don't cut your tits off. Okay, don't don't do it. I, I don't care what the studies say. I think you're going to regret it. All right. Uh, and if you it, wait till you're fully an adult, I mean, like wait till you're 25, 26 years old, then make that decision. Okay. And God bless those boobies. I love them. I love the boobs. I want to see them all. I want to see them all. To protect the boobs. Protect the boobs. Don't cut the boobs off. That might not be a bad shirt. <sighs> 
It's a good idea, Brandon. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, if you want a shirt, go over to chadonblaze.com. Get your all-new. I went to the White House, and all I got was this crummy shirt and a bag of Coke. That is my favorite shirt right now. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Blaze TV, blazetv.com slash chad. Use promo code chad. And go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. We'll see you tomorrow. We love you. God bless you. Bye. Bye.